Okay, good evening. So, we are, we finished chapter 13 last time, Perkid Gimel or Perkid Dalad. It's actually, it's funny, uh, two people spoke to me, neither of them actually just mentioning, come to this class in person. They're, they're virtual listeners. And they both made the same comment. And today, I talked to, these were two ladies over the weekend. I talked to two gentlemen who, in their own lives, I saw this as well. And that is, you know, when you're learning this work, they were saying how beneficial it was for them. But it's helpful to know who you are. Right? A lot of life is growth-oriented, is knowing, is knowing who, who, who you are. And ultimately, you know, the, thinking about these type of things should help you figure out who, who we really are, what, where we are, what we could be doing, what, how we could be you know, uh, challenging ourselves, exerting ourselves, improving, uh, being better people, doing more in the world. Um, I'm not sure why for the past month I've been around sickness and death. I, mean, I know why, but a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of that type of stuff. And you know, I mentioned this in the shul. I must tell you what I said the past couple of nights in the shul, because we're learning Tana de Beliahu. and we were learning about we're learning about the eagle hazav, the golden calf, <laughs> and that really at Sinai, we were rectified from the whole sin of Adam, of Adam Arishan. We were fixed. We would have lived. We had no more spiritual confusion, and the eagle hazav, the golden calf brought it back to us. It brought it back. It gave us, it gave us that uh, spiritual... In fact, the Gemara, the, 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 the Tom of Debelio says, from now on you learn, it comes with difficulty, it's not easy, it's challenging, it's very hard, but also that, that it brings down the Chazal that poverty came to the world. We would have been like Adam. Adam and the Garden of Eden, enriched. Poverty came to the world. And one of the reasons that Tan de Belial says is as follows, that after the golden calf, the only way that we could think about Hashem is if, A, there are people who lack, because when you lack, you know, do you ever see people come to show and cry if they're healthy and wealthy, and they're happily married, and their kids are great, and everything is going smooth? No one does that. You know when they come sitting there crying? When they're having a hard time at work, when they have family problems, when they have health problems, money problems, challenges, dreams crashing down. So then they come crying. When life is great, everything is easy. And, 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 and part of life is that feeling that nothing is guaranteed in this world. After the ego hazav, a person needs to know, you hear somebody that's sick, you know, someone that's 35 years old, 40 years old, they get sick, they get by a car. You know, you see in Kaiser every day. People don't, a plan on getting into being in the emergency room. A million things in life. There are people who have jobs, they lose their job, in a minute their life changes. There are people who have problems with children, marriages, nothing in life, literally nothing is guaranteed. And when you live with that reality, you think about what's really important. <laughs> when you see somebody who, 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 who's lacking in this world, it makes you think. And if everything was always smooth, you wouldn't think about Hashem too easily. And really the challenge for ourselves, all of us in this room is that no matter, even if life was great, and it should be great for all of us, is it's short, and it's important, and it's finite. And either we, we, we look 
to do in this world or we don't. And after the Egel Hazav, it's much more challenging in the world to grow. Uh, it just is. It's, just, it's much more challenging in this world to uh, push ourselves and exert ourselves and to take advantage of ourselves. Uh, but, but really, that's what life, life is, all, is all about. So we're learning precious here. That we have to know ourselves. We also have to know what life is all about. Uh, you have to really appreciate that we're not supposed to be on cruise control. That we're not supposed to be just gliding along the same way, the same time, every day, in every, in every, in every way. And if you ever hear or see something which, which should startle you, whether chas v'shalom, God forbid, somebody's not doing well on any level, at anything, it should be a reminder to us that there's no, we have nothing guaranteed. Hashem will always give us what's best for us. He'll deal with us in the best possible way. But it's reminded for us that we need to be exactly what, what, what we should be doing. And precious, right, reminds, reminds us that, it, that this world, the focus of this world is spirituality, is ruchnius, is connecting to Hashem. God did not create us to be sophisticated animals. We're supposed to be connecting to Hashem. You know, could you imagine, imagine being in a marriage and you have no, uh, you have no uh, emotional connection to your spouse. Just physical. <laughs> you have, or being in a relationship, there's nothing there. I just like, imagine being in a world and there's no connection to Kaddish Barko. Right? There's nothing there. And really, the precious means abstaining from things which don't help us spiritually. And so what we're going to talk about now in the next chapter are the, the elements of precious. I just want to remind everybody that we're learning black and white things how we incorporate in our lives is dependent on who we are. But the more we do in a healthy fashion, the more, the greater that we can exert ourselves. Because again, this is, not, this is not forbidden. These are things that, we, that can help us focus more on, spirit, on, on spirituality, more on, 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 on ruchnius. So, Chalki Aprishas, Arishayim Shtosha, the three primary elements to uh, precious towards abstinence. Kineish precious panas. One is in pleasures, which we d- which holds do very briefly because we discussed it in other ways. We, s- we discussed it earlier. The second is in halacha. You're following Torah law. And the third is in, 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 in the third is with social conduct, dealing with other people. Okay, so we'll, do- we'll deal with all of these three prongs, all of these three primary elements, uh, one by one. Number one is precious. Bahanas humashes karno kodem. That's what we talked at length the past couple weeks uh, um, in, in the previous chapter. You should only take in the physical world what you need. Now, what we need is different depending on who we are. And what we need, we need to take. Right? That's not what we need. But if you're into the physicality, if you're if you're into your clothes. Uh, and that's and again, what closes what you need is in France. It's different than in Kansas. You been to Kansas before? They don't dress like French. Uh, the French right? people's needs are different. But you know what? People in Kansas need nature a lot more than they do in Paris. 
because they're, they're used to outdoors, fresh air. That, that's a need. It's a, you could, some is n- nurture, some is who we are, uh, some is our experiences, our physical bodies. Our, we're all different spiritually. What excites someone spiritually that doesn't necessarily go for another person. Some people like, you know, more Hasidic, something like the Torah. Uh, some people, like I mentioned this, when did I say this? On Shavuos. That was part of my speech on Shavuos. Like, you have to find what, what works for you. Um, some, pe- some people, some people like Musar, whatever it is. But in that precious, you need to know that this world, if you're, if you're indulging, it comes at a, a cost. We only have so much energy. <laughs> so if, 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 you, if you are caught up on your phones, then you, you have less time for Hashem. Period. Now you want to tell your phone has a good thing, you can get nice quotes, it's a good thing. But if you're caught up, you have less time for Hashem. If you're, if you're food, Meshuganah, I mentioned this, I mentioned this about the wine. You know, a person says they love wine. So Friday night, what happens to them? They sit, they drink, they like their Friday night meals. It's a good thing to have a Friday night suda. It's a mitzvah. It's camaraderie. And then they wake up 10.30 in the morning. They come in 9.30. Why? Because they're up late at night, drinking, singing Zemiris, and they miss out so much more. And that's always the case in life. They're into, you know, you don't have time to do this. Yes, ladies, you have time to, you have time for to daven mincha. You don't have time. You look at her life. She's, where's it going? You know, my house. You know, my wife. She by nature. I'm telling you right now. I mean, again, I. I she's very human, but she's darn good. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I can't. You know, she eight kids. You know what I do with homework with eight kids and put these kids to sleep. She. I said to her, like she she reads these kids every single night. She she gives everyone time, and every kid gets time. I have to beg for time. Every kid gets time. No, I'm she gets time to. It's uh, every kid, you know. But you know what? If she would make gourmet suppers, I mean, like gourmet, like fancy, like uh, she would decorate her house like Madame Victoria in there. Like we wouldn't have the time to do that. So you, you would say, what would be the cost of her? making gourmet suppers. I'll tell you what the cost would be. Now, is there anything wrong with making a gourmet supper? No, she actually makes very tasty food. Um, I think she's an excellent cook, but it, it's not pachkas. You know what a pachka is? For is a pachka. Spend a lot of time. Pachka means you make a triple layer cake and everything takes a lot of time. I, you know, someone was just showing me... Um, you know, Gal Elimelech, who, who came to show the shop, the Kiddush, his, his wife, was not here. She's a, a real French, uh, she's a real Moroccan. She was showing me these cakes she make. It must take hours. I mean, they were so exquisite. I mean, and it looks it's delicious. Like working with Victoria. Yeah, but I think hours. she's even better. Hours. I, think, I think she's even better. Don't tell but, Victoria. She's, she's, like, she's, she's new age. She's new age. It's like, she like new ingredients. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. The was, amount of time. Yeah, it's, the amount of time is enormous. So you would say to yourself, you know what? If you're single, you don't have any... Ex- and it makes... You're, it, there are people who like art. I don't have nothing... You know, art takes a lot of time. And it's therapeutic. And you can make a living. Nothing wrong with beautiful art. Beautiful art. You know, I can tell this for a few years. Every time I see it, I'm amazed at how this person, Irina Charney, did this. It's amazing. It's like... He says, but you know what? If my wife would do that for dinner make things like that, our house wouldn't function. It would not function. Or people would lose out. So what do you have to do? You have to say, like, what do I really need? Like, what's really important? She does every day, my wife. 
Okay, if anyone has an excuse, you'd have a good excuse. You'd have a mincha every day. Um, a lot of things. You, you know, you may, what, so if you're too caught up in the, in the physical world, if everything is, you, you need your house to be immaculate. Now, being neat is a good thing. But you got, at what cost? So there's neat and there's immaculate. You know what immaculate is? Like you go to certain people's house, if they find a speck, I've been to these houses, by the way. They make you take your shoes off. Sometimes, like, you know, everything. Like, you put the cup down in the wrong place. It's like, don't, don't mess that up. The couch looks like it's never been sat on. And you're like, like the pillow's been there, like, there exactly. Huh? Not my home. Not your home, okay. Uh, so. I must be quiet. Listen. Um. No, so, but the, 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 I'm going to give you an example. But in this world, if you're into things, if you're if you're caught up in olam more than you need, you're not going to have time for spirituality. You're going to be pulled out. You know, if you're on Facebook for two hours a day, there's such a cost to that. I'm not even talking about what your eyes see and what what, what what you desire and like how you feel. I'm saying there's a cost to it. If if you're you know if you're shopping. For, for clothes, for me, clothes shopping for clothes is are, it's painful. So I'm not I'm not a good example. Like for, I want to get in there and out as soon. Don't give it back to her. Hold it. Let's be good for her. Uh, 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 it's, you know, withdraw, withdrawal, but it'll be good. Uh, no, it's her phone. Now. Oh, it's her phone. Your phone. Yeah, my uh, okay, put that for us. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, um, Shopping. I mean, you can spend hours looking for stuff. Now, I know, again, girls are different than boys. I've, my daughters like to remind me of that, uh, as does my wife, and there's different enjoyments. And, and I get it. But you know what? There's a cost of overdoing it. You know, you could, you could have someone who buys, a, in certain communities, buys a clothes, and they go to someone and everyone looks even better, and they don't even enjoy themselves. Right? That means you're into your clothes. When you're into your clothes, teenagers are for sure this way. They're they're definitely girls are insecure. I mean that so that comes at a cost. There's a loss there. So all of the physical world, if you're into it, if you're into your food, you'll 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 end up making poor decisions. Like I mentioned, you'll go Friday night and you'll come. You'll miss Shabbos day. You'll come Shabbos day and you'll eat. Oh, these guys are gotta lay down. Gain three pounds, four pounds, and they're sluggish. You know, it's a, it's a nice thing to do, but there's a cost. There's a reality to it. I mentioned last week about the bubble bath. I won't go back to the bubble baths again. The uh, is a Yaakov Komashutayla Echamirachusha. This applies to any of the essential feelings. But Machalas, your foods, if you're into your food, you're going to get caught up and waste time and make poor decisions. Like I've said, I've, I've had lunch with people. Religious Jews, people who call themselves Orthodox, they can eat their food and they can wait, and it has to be a little bit better. This, and that. all of a sudden, they look at they got to get out to benching, like you know, well, I got to get to work. It's like zoom. Hey, you know, or they'll they'll spend a lot of time, you know, cooking your food. So what happens is breakfast for them is is like. A continental breakfast for they have to make their one their, their eggs and their toast and their 
coffee just right. And they don't have time to daven and to learn because breakfast is, is a royal thing. I had a roommate. I had a roommate in the Mir Yeshiva. This guy didn't have time to eat. He was too busy learning. He ate breakfast in about three minutes flat. I'm not saying you should do that, by the way. The guy used to come into my room, take coffee, black. Not, not telling him he didn't make it. He just took the coffee, put it in his mouth. And I'm not jo- I kid you not. And like, I you know, I he he, he thanked me. I uh, don't ask. I, I convinced him to change his cereals from sugar cereal to healthy cereal. I didn't get him to have seven grain bread. But, I, but, 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 but he, so there's actually, you have to know yourself, is this a good idea? But he thanked me afterwards. I, I got him to change his, at least when he's three-minute breakfast, to have healthy cereal, which he, he, he didn't sit there for three hours. He was too busy learning. He think he thought about, you know, I once heard of Chaim Kanyevsky, who's the biggest tourist guy in the world, said he does not taste food. Now, Rebetzin Kanyevsky, anyone read her book, Rebetzin Bacheva Kanyevsky? Anyone ever beat her? I met her. She's very, more than once. She's an amazing lady. Father was Rav Yashiv. Her grandfather was Rabbi Levine. Amazing, amazing, amazing lady. And she made him good food. She would cook. He didn't taste, what do you mean he didn't taste? He didn't, it wasn't important to him. Now, Rav Kanyevsky is a big person. You know, you know, he, and he's 90 years old, and he's learned Kolotar many, 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 many times. Uh, you know, it means he's not into it. You know, you're going to say to me, you know, Rebellion, shouldn't you enjoy your food? Nothing wrong with enjoying your food. Make a bracha, enjoy. But I have a question for you. We're, we're here. We're, you're, you're highly intelligent ladies. I, I, can't, you know, I can't give this share to a, a secular crowd. You know why? I, 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 I'll speak any, for any, and you give me a crowd of Israelis, French, and Kaz, I'm happy to speak to any crowd about Hashem, or about life, anywhere, but you know what, they don't even believe in God yet, see, it's very hard to have a conversation, but you ladies believe in Hashem, you ladies are growth oriented, that's what you're doing here on a Wednesday night, you could be doing a lot of other things, so think about this, I want you to just think about it, so I tell you a story of Khan Kiyevsky, which is way beyond any of us, way beyond myself, I, I need to taste food, you know, I, 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 I want to taste my food. I don't need... Uh, but when you think about what life is, I just want to just, like, like pause. Right? Reb Chaim Kanievsky is, is, loves life. You know why he loves life? I said this last week. Because every minute of his life is purposeful. Every minute of his life he sees Hashem. Every minute of his life is sanctified. And he's doing amazing things for the world. He's doing, you know, tremendous things. So, isn't that? Imagine you were making billions of dollars every second. You know, you, you ever be a person? You're, you're, when I was younger, as uh, my sins I remember today. I literally spent every day. I would come home, come home from school. I think I did my homework. Huh. Uh, I I come home from school. I play basketball for two hours. Mm-hmm. Mamish two hours a day. I would come home. I won't describe how you play basketball, by the way. It's very complicated. But, uh, uh, but uh, I play basketball two hours. Do you think I, I would, was it difficult for me? No, I loved it. You know, I was, had a great time. I could have played ten hours a day. Um, but it got dark and the park didn't have good lighting. It was not, uh, I did have to eat dinner and I, I did have to do well in school. But my point is, when you love something, if you love something... You can do it as long as what you want. And you know what? Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky lives with the reality. 
that this world, who cares if you taste Starbucks coffee, the Chalvis Shalons, uh, with its cappuccino or caramel, or, where else, or mocha, whatever else they have there. It doesn't make a difference. If two minutes later, you don't even taste it. It doesn't make a difference. You know, if, you know again, if you like that and it helps you, I, I get it, you know, uh, I, I, I appreciate a good coffee and there's nothing wrong with it at all. But is that your focus? You sit there and make breakfast. What are you going to get after making breakfast for an hour for your whole life? What in the world are you going to get out of that? You sit there and make your toast and your egg has to be this kind of egg. Just, just exactly. I mean, again, if someone needs a good breakfast, speak to me. I'll tell you where to get the seven grade bread. You know, which, which things are, are less fatty. I'm, I, I, you want to exercise, great. But if your life is exercise, where are you? You need to exercise. Exercise is very important, by the way. I've spoken about this before. But if all you do is you're, you're, you're the guy, like I see sometimes these guys in Palo Alto running up and down Aristero there. You know, like those, you know, they look like the real uh, California libs. Uh, you know, they exercise probably an hour and a half, two hours a day. You know, they will watch what they eat. And then what? And say, what are you? What's your life about? You've done nothing for the, for the world of truth. At all. Again, if you if you exercise and eat well and serve Hashem, amazing. So, in you, when a person, because anything where you're caught up in this world, anything you're caught up in is going to take away from Hashem. If you're caught up, now maybe a little bit, <laughs> maybe a little bit, and it may be a lot. It doesn't have to, but it may, it may be a little bit and it may be a lot. So, obviously, husband and wives can be taken out of control. I'll leave that on that. Uh, Malbushim clothes. Clothes could be. We all got to wear clothes. I, I, I try to look nice. Actually, a lady told me today she liked my suit. Uh, why why she like her suit? Because her dog was walking by. She said, "Don't jump on the rabbi's suit. He has a nice suit." Tells her dog. She says, "You like my suit?" So obviously, I have nice suits. She told her dog that I have nice suits. So I, I uh, make sure to have a nice suit. Uh, I'm nothing wrong with having a nice suit, but you into clothes, you sit there for two hours getting dressed, or this, you know, I have a question, maybe, you know, I, I don't have a, I really, it's not really a question, but, I mean, I, you hear these stories of a lady getting dressed for a wedding, how long does it take to get dressed for a wedding? How long does it take? I mean, think of it, you know, but for what? Who are you? I get it, I, I don't get it, but I do get it, I do. <laughs> I, my, I, I have girls in my house. So I, I somewhat get it. There's self-esteem, blah, 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 blah. but you know what? I, 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 there's a cost to that. So you have to realize that if you're into your cost, <laughs> there's literally a cost. Yeah, there's little, there's little, it literally costs money. You know, there is a cost. There's a, there's a physical cost. And there's a spiritual cost, and the physical cost cost as well. You know, you know, there's a cause. So if you're into your clothes, you lose proportion. And then, you know, it affects people's happiness. When I see, they, they, like, you know, the Hollywood stars, what they wear to the red carpet, you think they, they sit there and they double-think themselves. How did I look? This picture, blah, blah, blah. You think they're happy with that? There's, besides being so superficial and so plastic, I mean, do you think these people are happy? Do you think they're... they're, they're didn't some... Bag lady just killed herself yesterday. Yes. Nebuch. Nebuch. Kate Spade. Yeah, but the. She committed suicide. Oh. 
yeah. I, 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 I'm not saying that she's necessarily that, but my, what I am saying is that you can't be your own. Huh? There's a neshama there. You think you think when you're sitting there sit with your clothes ex- exhibition for the whole world, <laughs> who are you showing your clothes? Why are you spending two hours in the mirror and looking in the, in the store? I, I need a new dress for this event. Why? It's for you. It's for them. It's for everyone else. So there's a cost. And, you know, again, there's a, within reason. It's good to feel good about yourself. But this is not going to help you with Hashem. And it's not going to help your pocketbook either. So again, uh, uh, these are just generalities. These are generalities we need to know how to apply to ourselves. But realize, and this is what's important, this is the main point here, is that anything when you focus on Olam Hazeh, it takes you away from Olam Haba. There's a cost. If you're putting your energy into Olam Hazeh, into your makeup for 35 to 45 minutes, into your clothes, into this. There's a cost. I want my wife to look nice. I don't have a problem. I don't want her looking like a schlepper. I, you know, but there's a cost to things. Sometimes there's a cost that your, your house suffers, your kid suffers, your husband suffers, and sometimes there's a spiritual cost. And there's an emotional cost because you become your clothes. <laughs> you become their clothes. Your focus is your clothes. Betzulim, vacations. They're people who live for their vacation. Right? Their vacations are so consuming for them. They're always on vacation. Nothing wrong with taking a break. But how much time are you planning this vacation for? You know, at what cost is it coming? If it's in there planning, blah, blah, blah. You know, at what cost? For me, you know, if I had to pick a hotel, it has to be five minutes or less. What's the difference if the room is... If I look at the cost. I'll, I'll tell you. Pick a city. I'll get a hotel in five minutes. I just need to know where the minions are. I need to know where the kosher restaurants are. Do you think I need to know is the, the one bedroom this way or this way? Does it have a, an ocean view or not an ocean view? Does it... Does, I mean, get out of town. I'm sitting there for three hours investigating which hotel is the... You know, the carpets are blue, which are pink. Like, that's going to affect my life. I don't have time for this. The cars, you know, I know somebody who, who has to get everything with points. The amount of time they spend the points, they must make minimum wage because they spend eight hours trying to save money with points. You know how much life they're spending on that? I, if I work eight hours, I'm not a rich man. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, it's worth more than a hundred bucks. You know, you think eight hours figuring out with their points. Where's their sense of time in life? You know, and they do this for vacation. Again, I'm just... Bishmuas, um, in conversations, there's conversations, people can spend talking on the phone. You know, what did you do today? Oh, I went walking with Bracha. Yeah. Oh, what did you do today? Oh, I went with Devorah to the market. Oh, and what did you see? Oh, I saw there was some interesting clothes. Wow, what kind of clothes were there? Tell me about it. And they sit there for 35, 40. You know, if you're doing the dishes, or this thing, okay, I get it. So, you know, you want to call your, your mother, your sister, your parents, your spouse. Right? But you spend on the phone for Voss. No, I, I get it. We're social animals. We need to talk to people. Deep friendships, we need that. But you know what? 
there's a cost. So how much do you really need? Now we all need some of that. We all need some social connections. But if your social connections are on Facebook or on the media, I guarantee you they're, they're really very super. If that's all you have, it's very superficial. You know, it's like very superficial. Those are not real friendships. Those people who smile and, and like, that's so nothing. It's like a lot. It's Disney World of, of life. And you can spend hours of pretending, oh, wow, I got 50 likes. I feel good about myself. You know, I, I, you know or a person posts on, 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 on some blog somewhere and I got people commenting on it. Oh, I'm, I feel good. But you can waste your time on the phone. You can waste your time emailing and WhatsApping and making smileys and doing all kinds. Of, but at what cost? What, how much Olam Abba are you losing? How much connection but Olam Hazet to Hashem are you losing? Wouldn't it be nice to talk to Hashem? <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be nice to, to, to be able to, to daven, to bench correctly, to focus on it, to enjoy what you have? You know, you can't enjoy your meal if you're sitting there looking at your phone. I'm not even talking about Hanam. I'm just talking to appreciate the gifts of God. Your, your hearts, our heads aren't even into it. Hanan? What? No, you're not talking about Hanan? Who's Hanan? I don't know. Something you just said. Our heads are not into it. Hanan. 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 It's pleasure. Ah, oh, pleasure. Thank you. So it's like, I thought you said Hanan. I'm like, who would I have said that? Those Hanan. You can't even have Hanan. That's what I said. Yeah. I, mean, I look, I've been to these restaurants. I have lunch meetings. I remember I was in, I, I was in Florida a couple of days. I couldn't believe it. This is how family eat with their phones and eating their food. How do you enjoy your life doing that? What about people sitting next to each other who are texting each other while they're literally sitting next to each other? Yeah. Instead of talking yeah, yeah, yeah. to each other. Yeah, yeah. They text each other. Or family, everyone is got Yeah, yeah. But, but it, that's just the beginning of it all. You know, you, the, if you're on, if, again, so we're talking, about talking to, to, your, to your girlfriend. It's good to touch base. But you sit there and talk, 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 talk. What's coming out of that? What good comes out of that? So if you're going to go for a walk, you need a walk. You want to walk with somebody you can shoot the breeze. Okay, I, I can hear that. But just stop. What cost? How much? These are just, we have to think about these things if you want to be taking more advantage of the spiritual world. And he says, but one difference is on days where they're enjoyment. So obviously Shabbos and Yom Tif, you want to spend more time enjoying because you're, you're reveling. So there's a time yeah, there are times to revel. Right? You get married. I was just sitting, I spent an hour with the K's today because uh, for the Ari's wedding. So talk about doing the wedding. So we're, we're, I went through all the details, how the wedding will go, blah, blah, blah. You get to that wedding, you want to, I told Ari, this, I get, actually this is a good example. You know, I told him, and this is true, that the wedding is the most important day of your life. It's the most important day of your life. Who you marry will affect all of your future children and generations. It will affect you. You'll share the world to come with that person. I said to him, don't waste time on things that are not important. Like, I don't look at my wedding pictures. I don't remember the last time I looked at my wedding pictures. Do you know how big the pictures are at your wedding? The pictures. The video. I don't, I've never watched my video. I had a video of my wedding. I, I, I once saw 20 minutes the week after my wedding... Some of my wife's relatives were watching it somewhere. I don't even know where the wedding video is. I've never watched it. Pasha, I've never seen it. You think I want to sit there on my wedding day, look at the video of my album I've seen. I don't... Maybe I've seen it. 
Will looked through it five times in almost 18, 17 plus years of marriage. I think I sit there looking at my album. I have a couple of wedding pictures which are out and I see and I appreciate, don't get me wrong. But I told the photographer, don't bother me by my chuppah. You think I'm under my chuppah. I'm about to put the ring on. Stop for the picture. Smile. You know. <laughs> I'm not going to focus on the day of my wedding. I'm taking, taking pictures for who? I need to be with my focus. And life's a little bit like that. You can really get lost on the silly things. When the important thing is the wedding. <laughs> the important thing is the marriage. That's what's important. The pictures are not important. You know what? I don't even remember what food I had on my wedding. I don't, remember, I don't remember very little about my own wedding, about what was going on there. It didn't make a difference at the end of the day. I'm married now. That's my reality. I don't remember half the people that were there. Okay, some people were meaningful. Don't get me wrong. But my point is, wait, where are our heads and what's really important? That's what preaches is. What really makes a difference? What's really important? What really is going to you know, help you in life? spiritually, in the real world, in this world too. That's as far as Hanaz. The next thing is precious Bedidim. And that's uh, with, with regard to Torah law. Now, the Ramachal has an approach here. This is talking about very righteous people. But I think we can all gain and glean and grow from this concept. And that is, if you love Torah, you don't look for shortcuts. And if you, if you really believe that Torah is emes, Torah is truth, that you don't say, oh, I, don't, I can figure a way out not to do this. When you love something, when you, when you appreciate something, you don't want to take any chance. You don't want to have any possibility of messing up. You want to do it in the best possible way. Now again, this, is, this you have to be very careful. You have to know what level you're at. You know, your life station, but it's a Weltanschank. It's a Hashkafa of how you live. Right? How do you view Torah? How do you view mitzvahs? So Lachush says that Ramchal, Ramchal is a very holy person. It's a great biography, by the way, if you read uh, The Ultimate Plan by Rafal Moshe Becker. Um, in his, the introduction talks about his life story. He was a Somebody I know. Somebody you know. Yeah, actually, the book was on my mind because he's coming. So he, I talked about him in the book. He's coming in July. So, Lachosh, I feel that the Ramchal is a holy person. Ramchal says, if you have one opinion that says this is forbidden, you should be careful. Uh, um, as long as it makes sense, as long as it's... Now, again, I, this is not for everyone, anyone, but it's, a, it's an approach that we should all have. It, just because I can get away with something doesn't make it a good idea. If you love Torah and mitzvahs, you want to do it. Imagine you have an employee. He looks at the book. All right, this is the bare minimum, the bare minimum, the bare minimum. The bare, is that the kind of employee he wants? You know, when you have a, when you have a, a, a marriage or if the relationship, you have a good friend or a child, do you look at, oh, this is, I'm a parent. This is all I have to do. I'm, I'm, I've exempted myself. No, you want to do it in the best way. But if so, there's something I can do which would better the, the, the relationship. Better, be, you, you, when you love something, you take even, you know, going back to my craziness, uh, when I was younger, I played basketball, I mentioned this, before sports games, I would only eat certain foods, I wouldn't drink soda, now I hate soda, I, you know, I really don't like, I don't know, I, 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 for a while I was having diet soda, and I read how bad it was, I don't have, I don't, I don't have any soda, ever, the only soda I have, almost every day, seltzer, seltzer, seltzer's good for me. I like seltzer, right? 
Uh, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not so holy. I don't mind if it has a little lemon or a little raspberry. It's fine. I can take it in there. But it's also fake, right? But you know what? When I was playing basketball, I wouldn't have salt or soda anything because it could slow you down. The carbonation. Now, I wasn't in the NBA, which is playing the World Series currently. I wasn't in, uh, in the... I was playing high school basketball. But I cared enough about my basketball I, and that, that, that I, I wouldn't take any chances. We played the game. We had to win. We had to be victorious. And it meant something to me. Well, you know what? Torah is actually valuable. Basketball is good exercise. Nothing more. The, the, Torah is life. Torah is, is, is the ultimate relationship you can have in this world. The most important relationship is not your spouse. Okay, that's in a physical, Hashem. <laughs> if you love, you love your spouse, but you have no relationship with Hashem, you're, you've missed the boat of life. You have missed the boat. You, I have some lot of nice people. You know, I meet all kinds of people who have good relationships, but in Dorah Hashem, you have missed the boat of life. You have missed your journey. The most important thing is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The most important thing. Well, if that's the case, you want to make sure that your relationship to Torah Mitzvahs is the best. Says Ramchal, don't don't cut corners. Look for, if there's even opinions that say this is the way you should do it. Do it. Again, I, I just stress. This is very much got to know who you are and know your level. And, but it's a, it's a worldview that if you could, very often you should. Not because you have to, because you want to. You understand that this could be better for, for me. Now, this is very important. Oh, this is important. Woo. As long as your chumrah doesn't become a kula. That you take a chumrah and then your, 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 your friend or your spouse. Imagine someone has a chumrah. I don't talk to anyone on Shabbos. What's a kula? A kula is a leniency. Okay. Uh, did I say that word? Yes. Yeah. Oh, chumrah kula. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Your chumrah, your stringency should not be a leniency. So, um, I'll, tell you the, I'll tell you something interesting. Okay. My, my, I, when I was a bachar, I mean, so as a single boy learning yeshiva, I did not speak on shavuos at all. Only Torah. That was it. That was my rule. Only Torah. First year of marriage, try that with my wife. Actually, she's a holy Jew, right? She didn't like it at all. I've never done that since then. She's reminded me she didn't like that. She said, You're married, you can't do these things. Now, there are people married who do these things, by the way. But you know why I would never do it? Because it bothers my wife. So if I say, oh, I'm going to do this, you know what, really? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? What do you think? It's bad. Because it hurts somebody else. Uh, that's not a good thing. It's good for me, bad for her. So then it becomes bad for both of you. Well, that's ultimately, practically. Ultimately. Ultimately, but also it's, it's not good even. It's not good, right? I, it, it's a chumrah. The Torah allows you to speak. You can have conversations. It doesn't say you can't speak on Shavuos. So I'm thinking, I want to be so singularly focused on Shavuos about Torah, nothing else. But you know what? You know, I, I, once, I once saw a story that we saw Salanta, saw a guy in Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, he wished him a good year or something like that. And the guy didn't answer. He's so focused on tshuva and repentance. So Salantar said, if, because of his repentance, I have to suffer. <laughs> He's doing tshuva and I need to suffer. He can't say hello to me. You understand? He's focused. There's a world out there. You know, sometimes people are very stingy. If you want to be stingy, be stingy yourself. You're stingy in your family, your children. That can be very detrimental. Your spouse, family. You know, you have to learn... It doesn't need to be a spendthrift, but you have to know what they need. 
I don't eat any meat in my house. I meet pet, met, met people. We have no candy in our house. You know how many of those kids come to the other person's house? They start gorging on the candy. See, I didn't know what... I can't, I'm not recommending candy. Only jelly bellies on when I'm doing my trusha. Although I haven't had it in a long time. Uh, no, it's not. It's fine. I'm happy not to have it. No, you didn't buy any this one. But, so, what's a chumrah? You know, person will say, I'm not going to get so much sleep. And then they're unhappy. Let's go back to breakfast. I'm, I'm going to be like my, my roommate who ate a three-minute breakfast. I'm going to get sick. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm all going to focus on my learning. It's not a good thing. So you got to know what's, what's good and what's so bad. Let's say you want to decide you want to be careful on a chumrah, whatever. It's chal of Israel. And your family is not chal of Israel. Everyone knows what Israel is, certain types of milks, milk products. And you're going to have family fights because of this. I don't know if that's a good thing. Kosher is, is, is non-negotiable. Kosher is non-negotiable. Chumras, who said you should take that on? You've got to weigh this, you've got you to speak, seek guidance. So you have to know, um, if you, you have to know that it should not, that a stringency should not lead to a uh, a laxity uh, on another on another area. Um, they say a story that Shlomo Zalman Arbach saw a person, an elderly person, carrying a big package, a big package on Shabbos, and he saw the son was walking with him, and Shlomo Zalman said to him, "Why don't you carry the package? Why is your father packing, carrying this? Your father's an elderly man." He says, "I don't use the eruv." Shalom is a good Erev. You don't use the Erev. Shalom said, for your not using the Erev, you're breaking Kibbut Aviyam. Like, that's, it's much more, right? I, you know, I don't use the Erev, it happens to be, although I think it's a very good Erev. But you know what? If my wife would really need it and she'd tell me, she doesn't tell me. I, she knows the rules, you know. Uh, but that's only because she allows it. If it wouldn't be, my situation would be very different. Everyone has to know the situation. I remember when I first got married, someone told me, very important, so when you get married, your spiritual level is symbiotic. <laughs> you're, not, you're no longer alone. And when you're in any family dynamic, your spirituality is compromised by everyone else around you. So you've got to pick. Now, if you have family that's not religious, does not mean that you could break the Torah. Okay? They don't keep this, so I don't. No, it means that you, you, you shouldn't take on things which are unnecessary. Okay? But you've got to know that. And he says, the Ramachal, again, if you want to be focused on Hashem, take even stringencies, where even you could be lenient. Again, who, what, where, I'm just being wary that um, you have to know yourself about this. And he brings a source. The sage already told us something like this uh, in, 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 about Yechezkel. Haninafshi lomutsumo. The, the, the Gemara says um, that Yechezkel says that my, my soul, listen to the language actually, the Pasuk in Yechezkel, this is the fourth parak, the 14th Pasuk of Parak Pasuk Yudalad, my soul never became unclean. You know what the Gemara, how the Gemara darshans, how the Gemara explains that verse? Shlachaltimi behema shahirabachacham. Any animal which had a question was it kosher or not? Even if the rabbi, they said, oh, this is a kosher animal. We looked at the lungs, or we looked at the, 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 the cut. 
which you cut the trachea and the, and the esophagus, the, the kana and the veset. It's kosher. But it's a question Yechazkel didn't eat it. The prophet Yechazkel never ate. There's even a question on this. You know, some people that go to me, where's oh, this kosher? Tell them it's not recommended. But can I eat it? <laughs> not recommended. I don't, I don't tell you can eat it. I say, I can tell you it's not kosher. It's not kosher. I can not say it's not kosher. It's under a, a heksher. It's the, it's the kosher organization of Tanzania. And there's some rabbi in Tanzania, which they buy in sh- Trader Joe's. It's the craziest heksher. Like, they they, really you can't get these things anywhere else. So I, you say, say to me, oh, there's a K there. Right? Now, kosher from, you know, Kansas. Well, there's no Jews there in that area. So there's a rabbi who comes every three years and looks at that plant. Well, I'm going to tell you it's not. Maybe it is kosher. I don't know. But would you take a chance? Chesko was a lot firmer than that. Even if they knew the Greek sage would say this is kosher, he wouldn't eat it. Because maybe there's some error over there. Lochalti mi sar koskos. And if you would not eat an animal, they said slaughter it quick. Because what was slaughter it quick? They thought the animal would die. It was getting. It was. If it's an animal dies, it's McDonald's. Right? It's Nevela. It's, it's a carcass. McDonald's. They can take a gun and shoot the animal and kill it. They don't care care how they kill the animal. We have to kosher meat. You got to shecht. You got to slaughter it correctly. It has to be salted. All kinds of laws for kosher meat. Now, even if it was kosher, it will be kosher. But Yechazko was the Achmer Anafshi. He was stringent. Um, and he already mentioned above that, 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 he, uh, that it's not all you saw kosher. This is not for everyone. This is not, this is not for, for everyone. We're talking about here people who want to have a higher standard. People want to be absent. People want more spiritual focus. More focus on spiritual. You know, I, I'm going to get, be a little bit graphic over here. It's all these class. You get husbands and wives. I, I, you know, the intimacy in marriage is the highest thing. Don't get me wrong. But you could take that. Like, there are people so focused on their wives and their bodies and this and that. And acts. I'm, it's, it's, not, it's a negative. It's like, what do you think you are? Like, if that's all you're thinking about. And that's all you're, you're, how you're functioning. <laughs> now it's for young 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 people, but at the end of the day, you don't think it takes you away from Hashem. You think it takes you away from Hashem if you're sitting there. That oh, it's kosher. I think it's kosher. How many people ask you the food's kosher when they go to these events? By the way, to, besides some rabbis, people ever ask you? Well, not to pat myself on the back, but if people there know me and they see me there. They make the assumption that it's all right for them. To now, if you, you, if you would go to a... a no, I'm not a, saying that because it's me. No, no. I just happen to know that, well, I don't trust why you. I'm there. I, don't you trust. Don't, I know you don't trust me. But, uh, this conversation. <laughs> but I don't trust anyone. I would want to find out what's going on. If I would go to an affair and they would say, oh, there's strawberries there. Oh, strawberries. Now, strawberries could certainly be checked for bugs. But they're hard to check. You know, I'm talking about with the whole shit. You think I would ask? You think I'm going to ask how, how do you check these things? If I, if I went to a place where I was investing my money, oh, there's a chance that my money could get lost. I think I'd ask, well, how do, what's your guarantees on my money? But my soul I shouldn't worry about? When I, I worked sh- in restaurants, I had people who would ask me questions like that. Yeah. And I gave them the answer, and they made their decisions. Someone came in once and saw there was some uh, cauliflower dish 
on the menu and he asked if the cauliflower was good. And I said, no, the cauliflower is fresh. And I check it. And he didn't order cauliflower. I didn't take, I didn't, wasn't offended. I right. understood that wasn't his comfort level, so he ordered something else. Right. I, I happen to I think. I mean, give people honest answers. I'm not going to make and, up and, answers. And I happen to think even the best checker, there's a percent, there's a chance of error. Uh, always. Right? So if you're checking cauliflower, it's very hard to check for bugs. There's a chance you're going to eat bugs, which is pretty serious in the Torah. So my point is, is, is the but, but if you check it, you, you what you can eat it. It's not, I can't say it's ulcer. Checked. You, you did a, you did your due diligence. So, but a person who wants to be holy, they want to be focused. They want to be more connected. Will stay away from things that even you can say it's okay. Mar Okva said. Ani behind so the Gospel is a Gemara in the Chulin 105a. In this matter, um, uh, the, which is comparing uh, uh, to, uh, 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 he compares himself to his father, Mar Ani behind Milsa, Chalab Chamra Legabi Legabi Abba. I'm like vinegar compared to the wine that was my father. Dilo Abba, my father, if he would eat meat, Lavi Achol Gvina Lamachar. My father wouldn't eat, would have meat, he would have a separation of 24 hours before eating milk. That's not halakha. I don't know any human being who does that. His father. His father. <laughs> and many parents. And many. He waits 24 hours. He doesn't like milk. He doesn't like dairy. He weeks. exactly. Uh, Kiyash, again, this is not for us. What it is for us is, is a worldview. That, that, like, just because something is okay... You know, we do this in real life. You know, your kid tells you, your friend tells you, oh, it's okay. Something that's okay is not always a good idea. So if you want to, if, 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 you know, if you're an athlete, again, if you're, in the, if you're an athlete, you don't just, things are okay, but you want to focus on what, how you get your physical regimen, right? what makes you a better player, what you need to do. You know, if you're in, if you're in advanced education, you know, you don't want to just, but you want every edge you could, and if if you're a great relationships are products of people, not who don't just do things that are okay. This is in general life. If you want to have a deep, great relationship with with any person, you don't just look for bare minimums. You invest in every edge you could in that relationship. Some relationships are inherently more meaningful, but that's what it is. Um, so Marukva's father, who who who, who spirituality was life. I don't need milk. I ate me. I don't need it for 24 hours. Is it okay? Yeah, it's okay. So what? I don't want to have anything to do with milk and meat together. Not close. It, it, it didn't, it's like Chaim Kanevsky thinking he cared about his oatmeal. Was it cinnamon flavor? Was it, was it apples and cinnamon? Was it, was it cherry on top? It doesn't make a difference to him. Is there anything wrong with having cherries in your, in your oatmeal? Maybe. I don't know who likes cherries in oatmeal. But, but, but if you I like it... Huh? I got cherries. I, I, I like the dry cherries and the, 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 raw, the raw cherries. I, I, don't, I don't mind. My point is, I don't want to eat it in my oatmeal. But the dry cherries, I would. Um, but back to. to the, by him, he was, he was. If I have to sit there and worry about milk and me, I'm not going to have it 24 hours. His reality was, even in halacha, to, to say, I, I'm a, I, wanna, I want. My focus is on Lamaba. It's the world to come. It's. This world is great. It's amazing, amazing, as I spoke about on Shabbos and last week. It's an amazing world. But it's even more amazing if it has purpose. 
I love what I'm doing, and I'm not gonna indict him. So Morocco says he was not that lovable. It's a reminder for us. Look for Yaakov. He could have imitated his father, right? But it wasn't him. He was just noting by his father that was such a reality. That was his father's reality. Morocco was a great sage. Generation of, of Rav Shmuel. Uh, but, but, but he wasn't him. He could have just been a... So we can't just imitate people. We've got to know who we are. <laughs> Otherwise, why, why didn't he do the same thing? Because he wasn't him. He wasn't that... that but, uh, I don't. I wait six hours, but on the next suda I eat it. And of course, Allah is not like his father, because then Morukva would would do it. His father was acted stringently, and therefore Haya Morukva. He called himself vinegar the son of wine. Because it was not a parish kolkach kamo. You have five more minutes? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's finish the What about social action, connections, broader society? Who has spied this for Ibadam and Achavim Medinas? Now, today, today people are very, you know, there's so much social. There's so much uh, mental health issues today. It's crazy. Um, people need to be around people. I, you know, people are too lonely. It's very. It's. It's. Uh, I, I don't want to. This is again. You need to know the proper balance. But there's a part of us. Listen to this. Real holy spiritual people spend time with themselves. Now that doesn't mean in front of a computer, in front of some mode of entertainment. I mean, just them and themselves. Them and God, you know, the greats used to go to the forests. You know, once upon a time, they lived in they lived in Poland or in, in Russia, or they'd go to the forests and they would speak to God. They would think about themselves. They'd think about life. In Morocco, they would go to the mountains, or to the deserts, and have his spoilers. The Rambam one was by himself for years. They, they 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 invest in themselves. Like for me, I walk in it by myself. I want to think. I don't want. Now I'm away from the, the world. I take that time for myself to be contemplative. The, today, people need people around them all the time. Not, again, you think you're home alone? You're not home alone. You're home with your phone and your gadget and your book and your magazine. That's not home alone. You're not thinking. You're, you're, you're reading someone's article. You're on the phone with someone. I'm talking about, like, people can't even be alone today. You know, they, they, go, they can't go for a walk by themselves. They get bored. They're not thinking about life. Thinking about what you're doing. Thinking about how you're acting. Thinking about what you want to be. Just you and God. Just you and yourself. Just, you know, somebody tonight, tonight, had a, had a meeting with me earlier tonight and said to me, like, self-knowledge. you got to tell you got to know yourself. How in the world, if you never spend time with yourself, do you know yourself? I mean, how many of us, just, not talking about when you have a tragedy or a decision, just spend time daily thinking us and a God. Davening, when you don't, not in set prayer, talking to God, thinking. So he says, social interaction is, you want to be, this is very important, I can't tell you how important this is, to have a spirit of this. If you really want to be a spiritual person, you need time by yourself. You need time to, to be thinking about what, to be thinking. You know, Pasha today, people get to the house, the first thing they do is get a, a remote control to something, get on their phone, their crack phone, get on their computer, turn on, if they have the television, they turn on the television, open their newspaper, if they're smart, they open a Wall Street Journal, 
They're on marijuana. They open the New York Times. <laughs> Man, I'm just half, I'm half joking. Um, you know, it, you know, it, 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 they, they read their favorite book. They, you know, they go into the, their bubble bath and just space out. You know, just zone out. Oh, that, I'm telling you, just you. Sit on a couch. People are scared probably to do that. You know, we'll go for think. Great people would go to the forest, think about life, ponder. You know why all the others were, were, were shepherds? For a reason. They were shepherds. They were thinking about life. They would be out there in nature thinking about Akarish Baruch They would be thinking. And that part of, of, of precious is, is focusing on, on what's really important, who you are. <laughs> and who you are. And what makes you tick. What makes you happy. What makes, what are, what's your Yetzirahara? What's your goal? What's your dream? How can you make your relationships better? Right, what, 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 where am I going in this world? What am I doing here? How am I acting? That's, you spend time with yourself. Um, over tonight, and all of this is to balance. Okay? You can leave, you know, everything in Precious is balance. You can't go from Katsala Katsala. It's going to be friendly with everybody. And you have. We all need to, again, we need to have relationships. You have to be friendly. You know, you got to spend time with people. We all need that. Forgetting other people, we need that. Right? We need that. Uh, people, you know, if a, the, a death sentence, I've mentioned this recently on my drushes, you, have a per, you need to be part of a community. You have somebody living by themselves in the middle of nowhere. They, they don't stay religious. This kid goes to college in the middle of nowhere in some dorm somewhere. It doesn't last. People need to be part of a, of, a, of a community. The way a person grows is whenever a person lives far away or is not connected, the chance of them making it is very low. They need to, you need to be... You want to be a Torah scholar, you've got to go to yeshivas. Someone living in a house by themselves doesn't usually become a Torah scholar. You go to a yeshiva, you be in the, in, the, in the study hall with other people, and you, you speak out the Gemara, and you learn the Gemara, and you hear a shir, and you talk to people. No, the Gemara says this, the Gemara says this. You need, we need, and, and so everything in life says, chavra, chavra, isle. People strengthen each other. Um, same thing, a sword against the, the enemies of Torah, they only study Torah amongst themselves. So you got to first of all choose to be with good people. People who are positive influences, people who are encouraging of uh, realities. That should be your main deep friendships. Uh, um, you know, uh, whatever time you need for your studies or your livelihood. And then you have to have time. Everyone needs time where it's just them and themselves. And them and themselves doesn't mean with a book. You can have read a book. I'm fine to read a book. Uh, it doesn't mean. Scrolling the internet doesn't mean watching some mind-numbing uh, television. Uh, it doesn't mean reading uh, the, the latest and greatest magazine. It means you talking to yourself, thinking about yourself, spending time with yourself, knowing yourself, understanding yourself, and thinking about life, <laughs> pondering what life is really, what, 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 what's really important in life. What, why we're really in this world? What we really? How can we do things in this world? Well, because uh, and amongst this, 
abstinence again is limar b'diburo is to you know think about who you want to have your conversations with and what where beneficial it could be that you want to call someone who you waste time with because you want to help them out they're sad they need chizik they need strengthening but that's a calculation right you only have so many times in minutes a day in the old days you had cell phones they they limited your minutes you had to think about who you called I remember I'd call from Israel when I, was, when I was in yeshiva it's not that long ago Every minute was like, I don't know how much dollars. You think my parents can, you think my parents come in the phone for long? No way. Okay, get to the point, you know. <laughs> I, I need some more money, mob. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, oh, that's the point. No, no, no I'm joking. But, but, you know, but the point is, it was very expensive. You really thought about, you thought about it. You know what? Life is expensive. We only have limited, we have limited minutes. We have limited time. Limited, limited ability to do things. Uh, so, so when you're speaking and you're having conversations, ah, okay, this is going to be whoa, okay, really holy over here. Looking, not looking to look, keeping your eyes focused on what you should, should be seeing. I have a question. Like, I look at these, some of these magazines, they have these doctors' offices on these planes. When you're looking at these vacation spots, or, or I'm, not, I'm not even talking about that most magazines, the vulgarity of the ladies or some of the men that are on them, you know. I'm just talking about these these leisure magazines. What what are where where are they, what do they do for us? You know, so if you see things that are not for you, they'll pull you away from Hashem. Or it'll do the opposite. That is, it, it could strengthen you. No, it could. Nope. Sorry, it's not my. It's not my. This is not my. It's the terrorist is not that way. Terrorist doesn't say look at. Pornography no, to strengthen yourself. I'm not saying so, intentionally do that. No, if, if so, oh, it if could strengthen course, the resolve you already have no, not to so do So let me tell you something. Let me tell you a very important thing in life. This is a very important thing. We're all tested. And if we're tested, we'll be strengthened. But if you get into, put yourself into a test, you will never be strengthened. You lack. I'm not saying intentionally do that. Yeah, of course. You could, the first time you see it, you just know oh, this is garbage. Yeah. This is a waste. Right. So I'm I, saying if you I read, have no interest, you I, put the magazine down so, and you me, never. Right, exactly. So if you read Cosmopolitan, could happen. If you read Cosmopolitan or anything like that, my point is, you you, you won't be helping your soul. No. Okay. Anything like that, you know, any any go go Vogue, I don't know, any of these idiotic uh, magazines. You know, I'm, I'm serious. It, 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 there's nothing. It's all oilam hazeh. It's all not our value system. The articles to the dress to the focuses to the emphasis. So what it does though is it puts your head in the wrong place. It puts your head where where, where you don't need to be. So uh, you know, if, so, tell me, a lady is a is a, is a forbidden for her to read something. Like, maybe not. Maybe yes. But I will tell you, it's not not leading your soul to where it needs to get to. Your soul, no, no one else's. Um, and all of this, and you, know, you, you go to certain places. You get a, you know, where do your eyes go to? Um, it's like a, it's a parade. I don't know if it happened yet in June in, in San Francisco. Like, you know, someone's told me they were going to see this parade. I mean, they're, they're going. I mean, what? what, what I have a lot of comments to say about that. I'm going to hold myself Nothing that. positive. Nothing positive. But besides, that, that parade, besides standing for uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the sin of Noah, the flood, um, that, that parade, besides like, to, to flaunt that pride, a rebellion against all, all values, I'm not talking about how we treat people or whatever, everything else. 
I'm saying it's a it's it's literally a rebellion against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's a rebellion against Olam, the the world of kedusha of holiness and Torah. And they used to have that parade in New York. They used to start with the Catholic churches on purpose. I don't know if they still do it to make their point. <laughs> you know, um, if they knew better, they'd start by the, by some of these shivas. Thank God they didn't. Uh, uh, but you know, at the end, at, at the end of the day, when you see these things, you put in your eyes in places they should never see. If you think you're curious, George, to, or, or curious, bracha to see this, it's not going to make you stronger. It's only going to make you weaker. And watching our eyes, watching our conversations, needs precious. These three uh, different things: pleasures, our pr- approach to Torah. And social interactions. P, I just told you general rules, the author says. From all these things, you see general things. And you need to know yourself. You need to weigh things out. You have to know your family dynamics. You need to know your reality. You need to know what makes you tick. You need to know yourself. Right? Part of, like number three, spending time with yourself will be very helpful for everything else. Knowing yourself, understanding yourself, understanding your level. You know, I can do things today where if I would have done five years ago, it would have been so dumb, so detrimental. You know, I was not, it's like trying to lift too much weights. And, you know, and, you know I could do things in yeshiva, you know, which, which are, which are in theory more spiritual, which I can't do today. I have, I have obligations and responsibilities, communal responsibilities as a rabbi. I have kids. You know, I, I, you gotta wait. You know, you gotta know your, your circumstance. You gotta weigh everything out. But no one thing. All precious, to the extent that it's healthy, to the extent that it's real, to the extent that um, it's 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 focused, helps us keep our eyes on the ultimate goal, and that's a spiritual life in this world, and a spiritual life in the world to come. Hold it. Thank you. Thank you.